you're listening to Who Run the Time slash maybe Who Run the World, we don't know yet because this episode we think or we foresee, or at least I foresee, that it's going to have a bit of both. Because the theme of this episode is what, Rhea? All right, so news to our loyal fans. Uh, Marilyn and I have been on lockdown with H, a.k.a. Hadi, uh, for the last four months because basically I moved to Dubai and then the COVID lockdown happened and so I couldn't move out slash some paperwork issues. But finally, you're no longer an illegal immigrant. I was never an illegal That's immigrant. True. But finally, there is the paperwork to prove that I am not an illegal immigrant and therefore can rent an apartment and therefore am moving in the next couple of days. The end of an era, Rhea. So we wanted to commemorate this closing of a chapter by telling each other what we're going to miss most about each other. It's not like I'm moving countries. I'm just moving 10 minutes yes, away. Yes, but it's not the same thing when you live with someone and when you don't. And I kind of coerced Rhea into this yes, episode. Yes, I did not want to do this. Mostly because I'm a word of affirmation person and I need to hear nice things about myself. And you know, in addition to saying what we do miss about each other, we might say what we won't miss about each other and that yeah. will be funny. And I'm someone, I don't like endings. I don't like goodbyes. No, Rhea's been avoiding this conversation for, for a long time. So I've been avoiding this conversation and Luli for the last couple of days. Right. All right, let's go. Here's something I won't miss about you. Me not listening. Oh my God, yes. The fact that you zone out sometimes when I talk and as a consequence, don't know what I just said. Hmm? And that makes me feel like you don't listen to me. What did you say? Exactly. <laughs> yes, I will acknowledge that I have um, a zoning out feature <laughs> to my uh, iOS. I love how that's a feature now. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. it's been part of my life my entire life. Where it's And it's not even, I don't even do it on purpose. I know. It's just like my mind wanders. But I will say that from the start of this roommating together till now, I've acknowledged, or at least I don't pretend to have listened because that was the main issue. Is I, I would have pretended to be like, oh yeah, sure. And then you're like, what did I say? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Whereas now I will say, excuse me, I did not hear what you just said. That's progress. What are you not going to miss about me? What am I not going to Numero miss? uno. Numero uno. When Marilyn's in a bad mood, people can't talk to you. You're just in a mood. You mean one shouldn't talk to me? Yes. Yeah. And sometimes like you most human beings. Yeah. No, because when I'm in a bad mood, you can approach me. That's if you remain in the same room. Yes, but if I am in the same room, I am approachable and I will have a conversation. Okay, so you're saying I'm annoying when I'm pissy. Yes. Okay, I'll take that. Also, don't talk to me in the morning either. So you're gonna miss me talking in the morning. This is one of the things I won't miss. Can I s put an asterisk to that? Okay, I wake up much earlier than you do. If you woke up at the same time as me and Hadi, you would see that in the morning for the first two hours, no one talks to no one. But you wake up later. Yes, hashtag empathy, dude. Guys, I used to wake up and then within the first like five seconds of opening my left eye, because that's generally the eye that I open second, Rhea would have asked me seven questions about my day, about how I slept, about what I had planned today, about this and that. Wait. You're going to miss having mm. me around in the morning. No. I'll miss having you around as of 10 a.m. That's when you wake up. No, that's when I become functional. Sure. Something else I won't miss. Marilyn doesn't put her pajamas on. <laughs> and I don't mean she walks around naked. I'm just saying that at like 7 p.m. or 8 a.m. when the day starts winding down, 
and it's time for dinner and we're gonna watch tv or we're gonna hang out we're all fully dressed in our day clothes i want to wear my pajamas i've never forbidden you from doing that it's weird if i were to wear my pajamas and you guys were in your day clothes our pajama is for us to sleep so we wear it before going to bed and we take it off when we get out of bed when you wake up yep which is fine i do the same right when i wake up i take a shower i get dressed it makes me more functioning human being However, it's sometimes, but it's farra. Go for it, dude. I never prevented you. It's weird. It's weird if I were wearing my pajamas and you weren't <sighs> wearing your pajamas. That one's on you, babe. Yeah, well, that's something I won't miss because I'm going to wear my pajamas as of 7 p.m. <laughs> in my new apartment. <laughs> and I'm going to send you a picture. Please, we need to document Every this. day in my pajamas. Love it. That's just another one. Are you ready to switch now that we've no. said the bad things? Oh, you have more bad things to say? Yes. Go it's for a, it. No, oh, I'm it joking. seems you were prepared for this one. I'm joking. I don't have any other bad things. Are you sure? Do you have any other ones? I'm thinking. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I was like, shit, what? Oh, that's good, by the way. Yeah. Good for us. Hmm. Good roommates. There's not much to complain about. No, not really. No. No. And like the pajama thing, I live with it. It's not a big deal. In the pissy things, it's very easy to get you out of your pissy mood. Just joke around. Give you a sandwich. Kiri sandwich. Mm-hmm. Or a Starbucks. Or a Starbucks or ice cream. Baskin Robbers praline. Oh my God. Yum. So delish. You see how I'm delaying the emotional talk? Rhea, onwards <laughs> to the uh, second and most interesting part. I actually will start with the Starbucks and praline. Here's what I'm going to miss. Which is superficial before we get to the deep stuff. Is having someone... To take a sugar or coffee break with. That like at 5 p.m. when we're both like extremely tired from our Zoom calls. You know when your sugar level drops. But you have another three hours of work that you need to get done. Right. You still have to work till 8 p.m. And you just need something to carry you over. And like a quick break. Right. Not, not like a long conversation. And the cool thing is with you, mm. rather than having to debate with myself whether I'm going to eat like a healthy snack like a cucumber... <laughs> Or whatever the snack. fuck I want. I say, Rhea, how would you like some ice cream? And the answer is always, yes, let's do it, motherfucker. So now we're going to go back to debating about cucumbers. I'm going to miss that. Oh, I won't miss the kilos I'm going to lose. No, I won't miss those <laughs> either. It's good riddance kilos. Tell me something you're going to miss, Rayos. I'm going to miss cooking in the kitchen ah, with that's you. That's on my list. Really? Of course. Um, I think we've established a very good symbiosis in the kitchen. Totes. I thought you were going to be a dictator in the kitchen. Why did you think that, Rhea? Cooking was always your thing. Whenever I would hear about your cooking from other people, it'd be like, oh, Marine is awesome and she's the best cook and the best cook. And so I felt like it was um, your own sacred area. But you allowed me in and we've worked together in the kitchen and you've allowed me to cook myself in the kitchen and yeah, I'm going to miss uh, like getting together for mealtimes because I'm going to go live alone. So I'm probably going to eat a lot by myself. So I'm you'll, gonna miss you'll be that. eating a lot of pokes. I love pokes. I will call you because the next time I cook, let's say I'm going to chop something or mix something or empty something somewhere. And I'm going to have a utensil in my hand and then I'm going to point it towards Hadi and he will have no clue what to do with it. And I will just stand there like I'm missing a fucking limb. I am missing my co-chef co-chef you're not a sous chef anymore baby you make me cry you make half the food now and so i'm just gonna look like a fucking idiot no you're not because my husband's gonna be like what do you want me to do with this h will learn and i'm gonna be like i've been married to h for two years we know what h will or won't learn god bless him 
He's the most amazing person ever. He is not going to learn to understand what I need without me having to say it. But we also made a pact that we are having lunch together every Saturday. Yeah, family lunch. Mm. And so I'll come over and help. But I'm just saying, that day where I stand there holding a spoon, dripping on the floor because my husband doesn't know what I'm trying to say without saying it, I will miss you. And when I'm in my kitchen wanting to ask a question and turning around and finding no one there, I will miss you. You can call me. I will. Okay. What else? It's your turn. I'm going to miss, although I don't always feel like I'm in the mood for them, but they always put me in a good mood. I'm going to miss your hypotheticals. You guys, if you haven't listened to our episode about conversation starters, you should head over there. That's Rhea's territory. Rhea can sit in a room of people she knows, doesn't know, know each other, don't know each other, and then make them talk for the next four hours because she is an encyclopedia of conversation starters and she can, you know, fill the space with hypotheticals and like there's no tomorrow. You're going to ha- miss my probing inciting of conversations yes because i've discovered a lot about myself about you about my husband with those conversations you know about like the choices we'd make and who we'd be quarantined with if we had a choice and you know what did you learn about the the three of us boom 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 you mean from the hypotheticals well i learned that there is no decision in your head that doesn't like deserve a really long debate To her, there is no satisfaction in making the decision. The only satisfaction is in debating it. Oh, the process is so much fun. The process is fun and long and windy. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you, even though sometimes it makes me want to strangle you. (laughs) And I've also learned that you apply this process to almost everything. What I learned about my husband is that he would pick Reese Witherspoon, which made me very proud to quarantine with. Every time I see her now in a movie, I think of H. Exactly. What else did I learn about him from these hypotheticals? He has very little patience for hypotheticals. He hates them. <laughs> he hates them, but then sometimes out of the blue, he'll like bring them up. Yes, it's true. He hates them, but he misses them. What did you learn about him? I learned you need to give him his time. Where we tend to jump into a conversation and want to debate it, he needs his time to digest it, and we need to give it to him. That's why I really believe he's an introvert. Oh, he's totally an introvert. Yeah, except his Myers-Briggs says he's an extrovert. No, Hadi is a, is a full introvert. I think he introvert. might be a socialized extrovert. What did you learn about me from the hypotheticals? Mm, what did I learn about you? You also like to talk things out when you make a decision. Where, where with me, I don't mind if someone jumps into the debate with me. You need to be able to articulate everything you need to articulate. And then you'll be open to feedback. Because I have a tendency sometimes of cutting people off or like my my brainstorm style or like thinking through something is very quick and like pop, pop, pop. Um, Whereas you need your moment to like formulate the whole thing, which leads me to maybe the thing I might have missed the most is your willingness to be my sounding board. And like no idea is a stupid idea. And to like travel with me wherever I need to travel. So yeah, it was. it's nice to have someone to think out loud with you. Something I'm going to miss that's really fun though what? is our like midnight cooking sessions because there is no one in the world that is, Ooh, that is as capable as you of like jumping on board with a plan even when it's completely like ridiculous like rolling vine leaves at I 10 rally. p.m. We rally. 
we rally, but you rally particularly, and like you will jump on board with with me on anything. And I think I would do the same for you, to be honest. I think so too. Yeah, uh, but it's like those midnight cooking sessions where we're sitting at the kitchen table, rolling vine leaves or cabbage leaves, or it's usually rolling something and laughing hysterically until like one a.m. That was the best night. And also ASMR. You always jump in on my ideas with me. Like whenever we want to play a game. Like we one night we spent a whole night thinking which of our friends and who we would be in a Hunger Games. Like <laughs> who would watch which characters. <laughs> like I find these things very fun and not a lot of people jump on board whenever I want to play Come on, we spent games. an entire evening taking BuzzFeed tests about which Harry Potter and which Hunger Games characters I love doing those things. I, I know a lot of people who I think I would have been quarantined with or on lockdown with wouldn't have liked that. Right. So it created a lot of fun. That's true. Like we had fun. That brings me to one of the points that are on my list. Which is? Which are our singing like matches. Whether it's on Beyonce or Hamilton or whatever song is like happens to be the song du jour that we were always like karaoke the fuck out of it. But that's what's nice about our friendship Mm -hmm. is that we don't make each other feel silly at any point in time. Our silliest moments are moments that we, we cherish. Because like growing up is so boring. It is boring. And we are adults a lot of the time. Most of the time we're fucking adults. Especially with what's going on in Lebanon and COVID and all this stuff. So it's important to have those light moments and yeah. to let yourself get carried away a little bit. Let yourself have fun. And the fun doesn't have to be this like, oh, uh, we're going to do this. or that. like it, it could be whatever you want it to be, basically. Mm-hmm. So I really am going to miss having someone around that will embark in my silliness. That we can be lighthearted together. Brilliant. I will miss that you challenge me. I can't hide my truth from you. And that's I'm going to miss that. I just want to hug you. Okay. Something that I think all of your friends love about you and that I'm going to miss is is similar to what you're saying but I think also your your mm. willingness to make every decision important mm. whether I'm deciding which pair of shoes to wear or what the name of my company is going to be like it doesn't matter I think you don't you don't attribute this is important enough for my time and this isn't important enough for my time and you're willing to embark on decision making 101 <laughs> like helping somebody walk through their thoughts no matter how silly the decision is Talking through things. Talking through things, but not just your things. That's what I mean. Oh, of course. It's very lonely making a decision by yourself. And I think I learned that on my own for the last year and a half and having to make a lot of decisions by myself and having to do a lot of things by myself. I actually think it's nice to have someone to talk about these things with, Mm. whatever they are. And actually, in the exercise that Ayub made us do, we had to pick qualities that we like about one another. Mm -hmm. And the one that I picked was like your absolute acceptance of anything like you will accept any decision any good or bad quality any game <laughs> uh any topic and i think that's what makes you such a wonderful friend to so many people is it my turn again is it it is your turn i it just i was again. speaking for the last minute yeah uh, Rhea doesn't have nice things to say about excuse me excuse me as i'm not saying nice things no i mean anymore anymore no i mm. have a lot you're a very generous person you're generous with your time. You're generous with your opinions. You're generous with your your care. Aside from my family, I haven't lived with someone who cared about what was going on and genuinely cared and not wouldn't just ask because they felt like they had to ask. You're very generous in your emotions towards me. 
um, which was nice. I think, and it's kind of a wrap-up emotion. Actually, it's the first one that came to my mind when I was writing this list 30 minutes ago. And I've said this to you before, but I've never said it on the mic. But there are very few people who both will push through my sort of persona, let's put it this way, but that also I will accept as being my partners. Like where there's no relation up, down, whatever. You're one of the few people in my life that have somehow miraculously managed to really be like a full-time partner. And I mean the full-time, right? Like it's not like, oh, you're my peer. But it's like, of course, a lot of people are. But no one... No one's capable of of kind of maintaining the intensity of the partnership. Like there's a lot of people that you can get along with, but you know, work on projects together, have a you know a few weeks of amazing intensity in one's friendship. Like you will have those experiences, and I've had them, and you've had them with a lot of people. But I know very few people who can do it with the same sort of persistence and constance as you can, and particularly with someone as like stubborn and annoying and like <laughs> opinionated and brutally honest as I am mm. and I think that I'm gonna miss that and I said this earlier to you this week I think I said I don't even want to imagine what it would have been like being just Hadi and me without you here and I, I should thank you because I'm pretty sure that you did a lot of good to my couple with Hadi and the reason for that is because it was so natural for you to come and plug into both of us mm. and you've developed a relationship with Hadi too like at first, it was obviously we're friends, Hadi loves you, but like he's never had a one-on-one -on -one relationship with you. And, and then despite all being locked down in the house, you found time to build that with him. And I just think that's such an incredible quality of yours that you're able to do that with everybody and find common ground with everyone. And that's why like you, you've already seen like all my friends or the people I work with or whatever, after they meet you, like they text you on, your, on their own, <laughs> right? Which is just a testament to your ability to just connect with people and become complementary to them. And for me particularly, like I know I'm going to sound like I'm 80 years old, but it's just, it kind of makes me softer for everybody else. You You've know? never said that before. I haven't. What but do you mean softer for everyone else? Because, simply put, you know, no matter how brutally honest these words are. And I, and I said this to Hadi recently too, Having people who love you like you do, like who love me, sorry, so unconditionally and so fully, it makes my triggers subside, you know? Like I know that no matter what I do or who I am or what I fuck up today, there's going to be a few people that will be there truly. Everybody's there, but I mean unconditionally, no matter how horrible I am. And as a consequence of that, I'm not triggered by the world like it's not just I'm not triggered by Rhea or I'm not triggered by Hadi but but I feel more serene because I have people who love me and and connect with me so unconditionally it's a big uh, statement it's a big statement it's a very big statement it's true it's funny you say that because, because on the other flip side of this partnership this sisterhood you've toughened me up for the world because I think I'm too soft I sometimes feel I'm a bit too soft for the world um, and so I feel like I'm more equipped to take things on. 
Toughen the fuck up, Rhea. What are you doing soft. crying I'm on a, our podcast? I'm, I'm a softie. <laughs> I'm a big softie. And I will make room sometimes for things that shouldn't I shouldn't make room for. Or uh, occupy my brain with things I shouldn't occupy my brain with. You're generous in just being there. And I haven't had a lot of people who just would show up without me having to ask. Because I don't ask. That's my main problem. And you just showed up. Or like you would know... By just a, a change of a look, I go a shade pinker, <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong? You know how to help. And I've seen it with so many people. The way you help people is different. You help each person in a different way. You help Hadi in a way that Hadi needs it, or you'll help our other friends in the way that they need it. And so you really showed up in a way that I think I needed in life at this moment. So I will forever be grateful for that, to have that like little kick that I need. Um, it's good. Well, remember that night where we were trying to practice you pretending to be pissed off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> trying to make me be a bitch and I couldn't. You couldn't. And I don't, I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> You're a very good partner. And I've seen you, not just with me, I've seen you with other people, how you put the fire underneath them. Your mom said this once, that you're f full of energy and you light the fire under people, but in a way that's, it's not the same fire under each person. Yeah. You don't let a lot of people in. You don't. I don't. I'm um, learning. You are. I feel very privileged that you let me in, that you allowed me to be a part of your life in this way. Uh, and I don't know if you remember on the Who Run the World blog, mm -hmm. remember how I wrote why women should support women? It was a blog post. Yeah. And remember my first line? No, what was it? I never grew up with a sister. But the women in our lives have given us the courage, given us the support, each one of them in their own way. And it's funny because you have the different tokens in your office for those yes. different women. And, and I don't have tokens for everybody, but I'll collect them. But you'll collect them so far. Uh, you've given me one of the biggest tokens. So I hope you know that. Even though I'm only 10 minutes away by car, I'm not that far. So you better call me every day. I won't. <laughs> I know you won't. I'm the one who's going to call you every day. No, that's not fair. It's not fair. No, I won't call you every day because we're going to have like Zoom co-working sessions. Because I'm going to steal airtime from Mark. No, you know, like um, earlier today I said, and, and the thing is, I never know when I'm going too far, right? But earlier today I was like, by the way, please book your Saturdays for family lunch. <laughs> right? And I was like, Am I being controlling? Like, does it sound bad when I say that? Like, I was trying to perceive this sentence from someone else's point of view. Like, you know, just thinking like, is it normal for me to say that to you? Because mm. we're, you know, we're friends, mm. but I don't have ownership over your schedule. Even if we've had, you know, full visibility over each other's schedule for the past four months. And, and I caught myself saying, oh, and by the way, uh, Saturday will be family lunch. No, I don't care what to do with the rest of your time. You <laughs> said Saturdays are mine. Yeah. I was, <laughs> right. Because I was telling you that I had a lunch next Friday. Yeah. No, you had a lunch next week. And I'm like, which day? And you said Friday. I'm like, great, because Saturdays are mine. <laughs> No, I actually really liked it when you said that. Yeah, I mean, I always share this story. I, I talk about it a lot in the context of cosmic centers about the importance of rituals, right? And and I talk a lot about family lunch mm. that my mom, when we were kids, and up to this day, if we're in the same country, every weekend lunch is meant to be family lunch. And if we're not showing up, we have to like warn ahead of time, right? 
And I think that to the point of what you said, like your family. I actually loved it when you said that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I know, sick. but I hesitated. It's funny. Uh, we're talking about how you can have two emotions at the same time. Mm. I'm very excited to have my own space to kind of actually establish a life here and not, not be in transition anymore. But I'm going to miss being part of the day to day stuff that goes on here. So when you said Saturdays are mine, I was like, oh, at least we have one day that's going to be regular. So I will say this. I mean, a lot of people have asked, like, are now asking me because now it's official. Like last week, I think we all kind of knew it wasn't happening. And now we all know it is happening. And I've had a few people say, like, are you going to miss Rhea? Which I find to be a really funny question because the answer should sound obvious. I mean, should be obvious to everybody. The answer is like, yeah. It's also, you would think from the outside, you're like, four months is a lot of time. Oh, yeah. How did we tolerate one yeah. another? I can imagine how in other circumstances with different people, if, if we had, even us had behaved differently, this could have been like, oh, my fucking God, I can't wait for Rhea to move out. Mm. I love her, but I need her out of my space, right? <laughs> like, that's an acceptable mm. sort of continuation to being stuck together yeah. for four months. But actually, I really don't feel that way at all. Mm. If it was up to me, you'd stay with us for Evs. And so, Rhea, mm. I'm going to miss you. I miss you too, man. There's a lot of shit I'm not going to miss. But there's it's so much more shit I am. See, I can count on one hand the things I'm not going to miss. But I don't have enough hands to count the things I will miss. And so I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's how this episode kind of wraps up. It's yeah. I'm going to miss you, man. And I really you know, treasure this moment. And it's been like just such a treasured experience. And the fact that after having mostly like been 24 7 for the last four months i still don't want to kill you that's just says something about what a wonderful kind person you are and what an amazing friendship we have you're also an amazing kind person it's not just me fair enough i'm also a real bitch you're you're a boss bitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm a girl boss you're a boss bitch all right sis sign us off sis you were listening to Who Run the Time or Who Run the World, who knows at this point. It was emotions, it was about activities, it's a bit of both, it's a hybrid. Thank you all for listening to this moment of friendship and sisterhood. And also, might I add, a great big thank you to our audience, who's been honestly like a big third friend. When we put out things about moving out or moving in or we had a fight <laughs> or... You know, whatever it is that we put out, there are so many of you who reach out and are like, are you guys okay? Is everything fine? How are you feeling today? And I think that that's also been like such a joy to have over the last four months. So a big thank you to our audience and every individual in it for also being great friends. And that is why we need more of your support. So please like us, rate us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us on Anghami, Deezer, Spotify, Apple Podcast again, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, all the podcast apps, wherever you are. And if us. you think that you have a friend who needs a friend and that <laughs> our friendship can be inclusive of them, just uh, send a link over on yeah. WhatsApp or however you speak to them or iMessenger or anything like that and, and tell them to tune in because um, the more friends we have, the stronger we become. Exactly. Lulu, thank you. Reyes. This is the last episode we'll record before you move out. This was a fun ride. And um, we're getting on a different lap ride. Lap two. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
coming up, so get ready. We're yes. going to have to be more disciplined. Yes, we are. I'm going to light a fucking fire under your ass. Oh, shit. I can't believe and I And there are going to be, gonna be all no the fucking excuses for not delivering our weekly episodes. When have I not? I'm not saying that. I'm saying be careful because now we're not hanging out together all day long. And so there will be no fucking excuses for either of us. Amazing. Signing us off. I love you so much that I'm still going to take the final world. <gasps>